This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Today on the show, we're going to talk about how Boy and his computer saved the world. In 20.0x, 2000-something, the rapid advance of internet technology has created the network age. Everyone now carries a portable exploration device called a PET. This personal terminal is an advanced personal digital assistant. Using it, you can make phone calls, send an email, receive emails, keep a calendar, store data, shop online, and check news from around the world. Basically, your cell phone. PET is so convenient and helpful that it has become essential for everyday life. But as the network world expands, network crime is raging. Hacking and computer virus epidemics have become major issues. At the top of the criminal list is a mysterious organization called WWW, World 3. How original. A group of incorrigible computer hooligans. Welcome to Lore Party. We're the podcast that explores the stories, characters, and universes behind some of our favorite video games. I'm Lawrence. And I'm Kevin. So I kind of wanted to open this episode with, uh, let's talk about like some of the the uh, parallels from the regular standard Mega Man universe to the Battle Network universe for people that are like not totally familiar. Yeah. And we're only going to talk about Mega Man Battle Network 1. Um, this is, for those who don't know, this is a Game Boy Advanced game that came out uh, in 2001, I believe. And holy shit, did I fall in love. This game, for those who don't know, is like, it's my favorite Mega Man game series. Um, Lawrence, I think yours is Mega Man X. But for me, this is like, hands down, like my favorite. Yeah, this is one of my first Mega Man, uh, or uh, sorry, first Game Boy Advance games. So like the traditional Mega Man, it's pretty much a world where people have created like, or people have made advancements in robotics and they've created like, essentially robot helpers that have gone awry, which happens in every typical sci-fi movie. You create a robot to uh, help you out and it normally ends up destroying everything that you love or hold dear. This universe pretty much focuses on computer software, which I think is, is cool. So we're like still in the realm of technology, but instead of going like some like something physical, we're going we're looking at data. The parallels are cool though, because like Mega Man and the the um you know, back in the traditional universe was like his big thing was it was a robot that was given free will like a human being. So Mega Man was able to make his own decisions um, and Mega Man chose to fight against evil. The Mega Man that we see in this universe is a program that was based off of a living person. The parallels in terms of the overall arcing story is fairly similar. And you can also see how like the real world time period can has affected the story. So like in the 80s and early 90s when like the, all the Mega Man and Mega Man X games were coming out, the, robotics was kind of a big deal. And then in the late 90s and early 2000s, the internet was like the biggest thing 
everybody was talking about it. Everybody was online getting to MySpace, getting to Zanga, all that kind of stuff. And so Zanga, yeah, man, Zanga, that online journal. I have one. I'm a, I'm ashamed to say I did. I I am ashamed to say I had one. Um, but yeah, like the the internet was like this big cool thing, and so Mega Man that they people saw like Capcom saw like the future of the world being like ah ooh look at this it's gonna go to computers how can we integrate this into the Mega Man story a new Mega Man story and really like they almost hit the nail on the head with like what the actual world is like today almost yeah because I mean like. We read everything off of a box at the beginning of this and just like, oh, yeah, you can. What is it? Send emails and yeah, I know. stuff online yeah. and shit. And I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I look at that and I laugh because I'm just like, whoa, that's a long fucking time ago. But but like, think about the time when it came out. I was, I believe, in sixth grade and I got my Game Boy Advance in that game for Christmas mm-hmm. and like, I didn't have a cell phone or any of that stuff or, like, you know, any of the things that we're accustomed to nowadays. Like, that wasn't something like like email. I, I, I was young. I didn't have an email account. So, like, that sort of connectedness back then was, like, almost futuristic. Like, there, you know, people were using it for work and everything, but it, it didn't really have too many, like, just, like, regular everyday applications. Yeah. And, like, now... Almost every single thing, aside from a net navy and like the concept of jacking in, those are the only real two things, and like battle chips and stuff like that. But like, those are really the only two things that we don't have right now. Almost every single aspect of this entire game, of like in terms of like technology, is in the real world right now happening. Right. And, um, you know, kind of circling back to like some other parallels too. Um, it was funny because like I feel like they kind of had the trope of um you know man creates robot robot like surpasses man and then like it tries to take everything over and destroys things. This one I feel like it's the the net navy the programs that are used by people aren't inherently evil. I feel like it's the operators of the the net navy. So it's the people, like the people with evil intentions or the people with whatever intentions. It's like reflected and the net navy. So uh, it kind of goes back to the quote, like, you know, technology uh, nowadays, like in, in modern times, is a reflection of our personalities. Yeah, no, I agree completely. Like, it's very much, it kind of reminds me of Pokemon. Like, you know, there's no evil Pokemon. It's really the human who who uses them. But yeah, so I mean, I guess we'll start on all those comparisons of the original and what happens it's kind of like a a time split so i guess the first person we could talk about in in the original mega man universe you have dr light and in this universe you have dr tadashi hikari and he is the equivalent of dr light instead of getting into like robotics he got really involved in programming and computer science and the idea of like a network computer and like basically he is the Al Gore of the world. He invents the internet practically. That's basically what he does. (laughs) I mean, it's, it's cool because like he, he does something that I feel like kind of surpasses the original Dr. Light because like Dr. Light created, like he, he basically created robots to serve like people. And then, you know, of course, Dr. Wiley comes in, F's everything up like he normally does. But like this, this uh, doctor was like, I want to connect everything in the world together to make 
life easier for everyone. If you think about it, Dr. Light created like a few robot masters and then they all were taken over and then he just was like, okay, I'm done. This one was this one was like, I created the internet. And so like he might be dead in this series, but like I feel like he did much more than the original. Yeah, and his his son um is the one who kind of plays more of the role of Dr. Light, if you will. He he's the one who plays the bigger role. Um, as like a leader, I guess, for Mega Man. Um, and so, yeah, you mentioned Dr. Wily, who is also in this one, and he is not dead. Um, he is very much alive. But yeah, he's basically, their story between the two of them is intertwined and all that. It, it's it's practically the same. Um, like, they work together. They're like best friends, or at least used to be. And the difference with this is not necessarily like, a difference of opinion in terms of like the purpose of robotics or anything like that. It's that they're trying, they're like he, Dr. Wiley was focusing on robotics and Hikari was all about that network. And so they were fighting for government funding and Hikari actually got more funding and that's what took off. It's funny to me because like that is the most modern human reason to have a fallout with your friend because they get more money or they actually get funding for their idea. Like you're working together and you're like, oh, you jackass. I just spent all this time perfecting robotics for the government to be like, eh, no, that's better. Yeah, network's way better. Yeah, no, literally, that's exactly what happened. And they would get in fights about that. But yeah, so he decides to create WWW World 3, which is the most unoriginal name for an internet like crime syndicate like it's so like oh cool okay what i like about the name is like it's such a slap in tadashi's face it just shows how spiteful he was that like you know he, he didn't he wasn't able to accomplish what he wanted to accomplish the way he wanted to do it www is the thing that you type in every time you want to get go to a website or you did back then and so it's like what can i name my like crime syndicate it's like he's so spiteful and i and i think it like it plays well into his character yeah like wiley literally learns everything there is to know about computer science and computer programming and he makes sure that he is super knowledgeable on this stuff and then he uses it against Tadashi. Like, I mean, that is some petty shit. Like, this dude wants to know everything there is to know about what you created and then use it against you. Like, holy shit. Yeah, learning a trade that your friend has, like, spent their, basically their entire life perfecting only to one-up them is, like, an asshole move. He does it so well, though. He created an entire, like, crime syndicate that's dedicated to using his, like, old friends like you know gift against the rest of the world ultimately to conquer like what his friend created and destroy it yeah i don't know if every single virus that was created was made by him but a lot of them were created by world three like a lot of the viruses that you fight in the game are just viruses that wiley created and was like ha reproduce and have fun and wreak havoc and he's good at like manipulating viruses to, you know, disrupt machines. So even, you know, getting into the game a, a little bit like um, you start off the game and there's the issues with the um, ovens going crazy and like, you know, bursting into flames. And it was like Dr. Wiley using 
Flame Man and um, Mr. Match. Yeah, it was Mr. Match and the viruses that Wiley created. And I I don't know if Wiley created the net navvies that World 3 uses, but I know he does create some of them. Wiley's done a pretty good job of coding and creating all this havoc. Spoiler alert, the whole entire game leads up to this mega virus that Mega Man and Lan have to fight. And it's called the Life Virus. Basically, Wily looks for these source programs that Tadashi made. They are called the Four Elemental Programs. And he creates this, like, mega virus called the Life Virus. And he wants to send it up in a uh, rocket. And then, I guess, I don't know how a rocket would work. I don't know, explodes in space and the Life Virus just falls down. Or I guess it was in a satellite. And he wants to... It was in a satellite, right? Yeah, so I'd imagine that it would be like, hey, I'm going to bounce it off of like a 100,000 satellites and then it'll infect your, like, you know, the network. Like essentially destabilizing the the internet, you know, in quotes, and everything else that's connected to it in this world, which is like everything from your refrigerator to your car to like like how you're getting water to your town, like the whole shebang. Yeah, so your entire life is just straight up boinked. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so Wily is still the crazed maniac from the original universe. Um, Most of the whole game is pretty similar in terms of like characters and some sprites and powers and all that kind of stuff. But I like the fact that there's a human counterpart to every single NetNavi you meet that's similar in their demeanor and all that kind of stuff. And it just kind of adds to the character development of the Mega Man universe. Because in the first games, you're like, oh, I'm going to go fight Cutman. And he doesn't really have a story. It's just, I cut things, you know? And I think, like, it does such a, it does a better job of, like, what the original Mega Man universe was trying to go for. And it also, in an odd way, it was very, like, future forward in like how tech how like we use modern technology now yeah it gives that like it kind of gives these like machines or like you know this like you know collection of software data whatever a personality because there's a human that's operating it and like some net navvies are just boring and generic like you know that the default yeah well no not (laughs) even like the default one like the npcs you find in the world like it's just like a default shell of a program And then, like, you meet all these cool other ones that people have designed and changed around. Like, not everybody can create a, like, crazy cool net navvy. Like, you don't see too many of them. Right. And think about it like customizing the home screen on your iPhone. Everybody has an iPhone, but, like, when you rearrange the apps and you slap that, like, special background of, you know your significant other or that video game that you played as a kid, it like makes it feel like your own. I think that's like the cool part about having your own custom net navy in this game is it's like, yeah, hey, yeah, you know, like this is my own. Mega Man is like unique to Lan and Proto Man is unique to Chad and you know, all of these net navvies are unique to their operators. Just like technology nowadays is unique to the individual. Like we all have the same thing. Like, you know, whether I have a Mac or PC, whatever. I have it rearranged in a way that, like, it's most comfortable to me and most reflects, mm-hmm. like, my my personality. Yep. 
that about wraps it up for this episode. We want to thank you for tuning in and being a part of the show. Be sure to connect with us on Twitter and on our new Instagram at lore underscore party. And also make sure to subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasting fix. Thank you.